No, I no, think I'm, I'm good, good with the two drinks over here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think two drinks will get me through the cast. Oh, God, yeah. Too bad they're not alcoholic. Oh, God. I mean, especially with all the alcoholic products coming out, now we have uh, Bud Light Lemonade. Oh, no. Yeah. Except it's different flavors of Bud Light Lemonade. Different uh, flavors of Bud Light Lemonade? I'm so good. Yeah. Hey guys, Alex here uh, from a podcast that's name I cannot pronounce, but I'm going to try it anyway. So hey guys, Alex here from Capacity to Geek. I I stumbled a little on that one. Why did I name uh, why did I name this podcast something that I cannot pronounce? Here's always with Bobby and Walter by the way, but honestly guys, that that is the question of the day. That is the question of the day. Why did I name our podcast Capacity to Geek, something that I cannot pronounce? Especially when I announce the show every single week. I'm always, hey guys, Alex here from Capacity to Geek. It's never, hey guys, Bobby here from Capacity to Geek, or... Hey guys, Sasquatch here. Or, am I there? I love how I told you guys to crack them open before the show, but I didn't crack mine open, so if you don't oh. mind. Do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so today is a very special day. Is it now? Shut the hell up, you commie. Poor thing doesn't even know when he was born. It is our, it is our main man, Walter's 65th birthday. Thirty-two. Thirty-two, sixty-five. You're, you're very. You're much closer to sixty-five than you than we are. I hate you. You, you got your learner's permit a week before I was born. I don't think that's accurate at all. I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, happy birthday, Walter. Thank you. And as our tradition for our birthday episodes. Uh, we record the episode on our birthday. Did we did record? We didn't record it on his birthday last year. Right, we released it on my birthday. We did release it on your birthday. Yeah. We were much more thorough at uh, putting out content back in the uh, dark ages. Speaking of dark ages, uh, although we weren't really that wasn't the dark ages, was it? No. No, that was before the pandemic. Your your birthday was the one that was remote calling and... Stop! Stop. 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 <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so it's Walter's birthday. He gets to pick the episode. Uh, I'll try and release it the day afterwards, Walter. I'll be honest with you. I'm going right to bed after you, uh, yeah. after you guys leave. So, uh, yeah, fuck to that. But anyway, uh, what are we watching today? Or what did we watch today? We watched the 1986 Disney film, The Great Mouse Detective. I see. Part of Disney's Dark Ages before... Yes, but it was one of the more well-received films of the Dark Ages. As opposed to a movie we recently watched titled Oliver and Company. Yeah. Uh, uh, Great Mouse Detective was both financially and critically successful. It made almost five times its budget just in theatrical release alone. Right, but 
would it be a critical success or would it be a moderate success compared to what they were coming up next? Ah. Uh, compared to like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Well, compared to Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Lion King. The Renaissance. Yes. It's a relative success compared to the movie that had came out directly before it, The Black Cauldron. Which is considered one of the worst Disney movies ever. It was a re- renowned success. Now, what what is the critical reception on Sword in the Stone? Let me look. Okay, well, while he looks at that, um, yeah, so we kind of wanted to do a thing at the beginning of the year where we would look at the Disney Dark Age movies that I have never seen. Um, yeah, I don't want to watch Black Cauldron. I've heard that it's terrible. It. We could watch it for fun. I don't want to do it for the show. That's fine. I. And the reception to Sword and the Stone. Sword and the Stone has a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, that's bad for Disney. Uh, I mean, as opposed to. Uh... The Sword and the Stone received mixed reviews from critics who thought its humor failed to balance out a thin narrative. Variety wrote that the film demonstrates a new or demonstrates anew the magic that Disney animators and imagination and character creation. But one might wish for a script which stayed more with the basic storyline, rather than taking so many twists and turns which have little bearing on on the tale about King Arthur as a lad. Right. Oof. Yep. I uh, mean uh, I was I grew up with Disney. I've seen Sword in the Stone God knows how many times. But if you look at it through just a critical eye, that movie's all over the place. I guess so. That's one I've never seen. There's a couple of Disney movies I've never seen. I've never seen well, before we started this Oliver and Company, um, the two rescuers movies, which you know, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna spend too much time in animation. Right off the bat of season three, yeah. but um, uh, one that I've heard just I've got to see, but I still have not seen, and just I've had it super hyped for me. I'm not sure how I would care for it if I actually did see it, but uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. It's so good. It's rough, though. It's It's got very little of the uh, classic Disney happy moments. Right. It's dark. It's... They say hell. It's depressing. I mean, you know, another movie they said hell on. Soul? Yeah. Yeah, they said hell, they said a hell a lot in Soul. Uh, it's the, it's the uh, age of uh, Disney going raw. Eddie Murphy's raw. <laughs> Eventually we're going to have... Oh, should we, should we branch into comedy specials and do Eddie Murphy's raw for the show? I mean, Walter, please tell me you've seen that. Okay. Alex. Yeah, no, I loved Eddie Murphy's role. Okay, Rock. I was about to say. I, I don't know how much content we'd get out of that. No, we would not get a lot of content. We'd just be repeating jokes. Yeah. yeah my my favorite one is when uh, he's... Lover's weirdo. Yeah. My favorite thing is when he's uh, talking about, like, the foreigners who know him from the comedy specials, and they'll just stop him on the street and say, Eddie Murphy! Fuck you! <laughs> 
Was that the one where he did the whole thing where he was talking about how Italians got really? Uh, that's either raw or delirious. I can't remember whichever one that was. And he talked about how they were all calling him. Uh, we don't want to repeat the word, the Italian word for, you know, a slur. Yeah, we don't. They were all calling him that. We don't. Uh... They thought. We don't. We're not. We're not in good territory right now, Walter. Walter, what we're saying is we're going to drown you if you uh, don't back off the topic. We're we're gonna baptize you. Jesus, this this podcast is like sort of the stone. It's just going in every direction. <laughs> uh, okay, so this this is an adaptation, Walter. You said. Yeah, uh, of uh, Basil of Baker Street. Yep, it was a series of children's books about a mouse detective who lives below Sherlock Sherlock Holmes. And they briefly, in this movie, show the shadow of Sherlock Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. They do, they do. Sherlock Holmes is in this movie. So, um... One thing I've definitely heard about this movie is uh, Vincent Price as Professor Radigan. Excellent performance. Excellent performance. I no, I I mean I've seen like Edward Scissorhands, but I haven't seen a lot of Vincent Price movies. Yeah, and I just didn't realize he had a very high pitched voice, almost like a John Waters voice. If anything, I want to call Vincent Price Spooky John Waters. <laughs> well, spookier John Waters. John Waters is pretty spooky. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I've seen pink flamingos. Oh. <laughs> but, um, um, no, no. What Wait, repeat? But, um, um, I fucking hate you. Um, so, 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 off the topic of Radigan, how do you feel about him as his character, or, like, you know, about his uh, character design? I think he's a very, um, very menacing kind of giant rat compared to the rest of the characters that are mice and one lizard and one bat. But how do you feel about the mice? Mice are pretty fun. (laughs) They're kind of anthropomorphic. Uh, definitely, uh, they definitely look like the mice from like, um, uh, fucking American tale. Like those are some mice are hot. No. No, no, no. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Do not do this to me on the podcast, Bobby. Yeah, there really is, though. I mean, there are some scenes with some sexy-ass mice. Let's <laughs> be fucking real. I mean, that, that scene when they go into the bar and that mouse is doing, like, a strip tease and there's two of them. I mean, come on. Oh yeah! Oh god! Yeah, they got no. It wasn't a roofie. They just drugged. They got drugged. I don't think they. He didn't pass out though. He got really drunk. Yeah. (laughs) Some. Yeah, some mouse THC. (laughs) Some mouse hallucinogens. The mushrooms. Mo- mushrooms. Look at you! Oh my god, uh, we're getting a little bit of ahead of ourselves. So the movie opens with this little girl uh, on her birthday, 
and her dad, who is a toy maker, yeah, gets kidnapped by a bat. And uh, in she, a really like, especially for a kids movie, a uh, kind of spooky scene. I feel like the quote for Disney, like the catchphrase of Disney, is especially for a kids movie. Because every time you hear someone talk about a scene in Disney that is kind of, you know, very intense or very, uh, you know, frightening, they always say, especially for a kids movie. And you often hear that mm-hmm. in Disney movies. I mean, like even in Shrek, there's no scene that's like utterly terrifying. No. Yeah. Yeah. He uses paper from storybook to wipe own ass. Thanks, Dreamworks. Green shit? Possibly. Oh, what? The donkey fucked the dragon? <laughs> Somehow. He found a way. He found a way to fuck the dragon. He found a way. He found a way. You know, he probably just... We'll be right back. So, but anyway, great mouse detective. Um, yes. So, yeah, that was a very frightening, intense opening scene. Yeah. Uh, what's the girl's name? Olivia. Yes. Olivia. Yes. Um, like I said, Vincent Price is the only actor that I know in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's not the whole Disney uh, all-star cast yet. No. That would be is is um. Oliver and Company in the next movie? I I think so. It's it it, it um uh, if it's not the next movie, it's the one after. But uh, it lines up, I believe. What did we say? Eighty six for this. I think it's eighty six on all of these there. Right. We mentioned nineteen eighty six a lot. When? Earlier, when we were talking about our next stop. Yeah, eighty six. Great Mouse Detective and Oliver and the company Oliver. was eighty seven. Yeah, so it would have been the very next yeah. summer, or whenever Oliver and Company came out, probably yeah. summer. The very next year. The very next year was Oliver and Company, um, and they actually got names for that, you know. But uh, Great Mouse Detective Vincent Price. So we don't know any of these actors. They did really well, though. I thought it was yeah a good voice performance. Right. But then we meet the sidekick mouse who, uh, you know, takes Olivia under his wing and helps find Basil. Yeah. Uh, what was the name of the sidekick mouse? How does nobody remember this? We just watched this movie. I mean, I, no, I took a quick car nap at some point. <sighs> it was like five minutes. Yeah, we caught you taking a power nap. Yes, I do that occasionally. <laughs> It feels great. Really like good. you not to do that during the show. It's uh, good for the soul. Major David Q. Dawson. Dawson, that's Dawson, name. which uh, obviously... I don't want to wait for my life <laughs> to be over. I can't die What's his name again? Watson. No, what's the mouse version mean? I'm not fucking saying it. Dawson. I don't want to wait <laughs> for my life to be over. Okay. I like Peter Griffin's version. Better. I don't <laughs> want to wait for my fries to get colder. <laughs> oh, God, a family guy. But anyway. This um, isn't a family guy references. Right. 
just imagine if we were on um, old-time radio. Whatever happened to that maid that was, like, in one scene at the Great Mouse Detective's house? And they like, never showed her again. No. She went to get the cheese crumpets, and then she fucked off. That's what maids do. She probably fucking just escaped out the window That's when she heard the bullshit. I don't know, but she was like the she was like the Alfred kind of, I guess. But uh, anyway, uh, Basil for a long time has been trying to get Professor Radigan, who is an evil rat. Uh, his plan is to kidnap uh, Olivia's father to make a robot version of the Mouse Queen. So they can plant a decoy and cause an insurrection. Uh, kind of fitting that we are, you know, uh, yeah, releasing this movie on hopefully tomorrow, which will be inauguration day of our 46th president of the United States, Joseph Biden. Um, you know, getting rid of proud insurrectionist Donald Trump. You know, so uh, boys. Mr. Trump, and a one, and a two, and a fuck fuck you. you. Very nice. Very nice, very nice. Uh, Yeah, so trying to stop Radigan from taking over the throne and, you know, taking care of all the, uh, becoming the ruler of the mice, which, I mean, he's a rat, so he's basically already, like, the biggest, strongest mouse, so why not just go in there and beat the fuck out of the queen? What? I just liked that comparison. You're just like, oh yeah, he's a rat, which is basically just a bigger, stronger mouse. Am I wrong? A little bit. A little How? Bit. There, there, there are differences. What is the difference? That's like saying like a raccoon is actually a bear. Okay, I mean, like, I know rats are typically bigger than mice, and like, they got bigger tails, but like, what's the real difference between a rat and a mouse? If anything, it's like Pokemon. A mouse is just a smaller rat. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that Radigan, he's like a big swole boy. He could just go in there and beat the hell out of every mouse in there. They don't have guns. You know? Well, of course they don't. They don't have... They have bullets, but not guns. They have bullets because they could probably carry bullets. They don't have thumbs. They don't have thumbs. They're all stupid fucking smelly mice. Wow! Right after you said, right after we were talking about the fact that the, those mice were sexy. You're, you're you were talking about those. You were talking. You about were talking about those. You mice. were talking about that. I would never, never. That is disgusting. That is beneath me. That is probably above what Walter would do, but that is beneath me. Uh, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're just like, oh yeah, this movie has some sexy ass mice. I'm just saying during the striptease scene with that one mouse. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a very revealing outfit, you know. And then they they showed the queen's mouse bloomers, and oh my god, nobody should ever listen to this fucking podcast. Andy, were you wondering if the queen had a mouse pussy? <laughs> that was, I was gonna be like, hey, I wonder if the queen has a uh, hidden Nikki. Jesus, are you are you are you, are you get out? Are you wondering if the queen has either one a dump dump truck ass or two 
a gorilla grip coochie. Good lord. She's the queen of mine, so I don't think she's she was. She's been queen for sixty years. Now I don't. I I don't know England's rules about the throne, but um, if it's anything like U.S. president standard, uh, you know, you have to be like at least thirty-five to enter the throne. Yeah. I imagine they can be younger, but let's just put a cap at like thirty-five or even twenty-five. That would mean that the queen is somewhere between the ages of. 85 years old and 95 years old in this movie. So, so like the yeah, current so, queen of England. So, yeah. So, 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 um, but when it comes down to it, though, the, the, the monarchy that we see in England today is just basically Bigger for show. Heads. It's for show. Yeah. The, the government has no part of it. It's just for show. They're and they have no, they no still get property. paid a lot. They, they, they get paid, them. yes, but they get paid for you know, existing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, Walter. I mean, you their family founded the country, Walter. That'd be like if George, do you think like presidential generation, generations of, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Do you think that they get like some kind of compensation if they I can prove no, it? I wouldn't think so. No. Really makes you think. Really makes you think. You wonder if George Washington has some relatives still. Likely. Likely. Very can, likely. Can we get back to the movie? Thomas Jefferson fucked. <laughs> Thomas oh. Jefferson is a. He was just a fucking machine. Yeah. His name is Alexander Hamilton. I mean, Hamilton fucked. Hamilton fucked. We Hamilton saw. Allegedly, uh, swung uh, swung both ways. Ooh. I mean, allegedly. we saw that musical. He played hip hop. Yes, anyway, so next we see we see uh, Olivia go searching for her father. Yes, and she she pulls up a newspaper article for is the news article for uh, Basil or is it for Sherlock Holmes? Because she holds up a regular sized newspaper article. Yeah, it was likely for Sherlock Holmes. Likely for Sherlock Holmes, but Basil was there. Yeah, opportunistic. Put his house by Sherlock Holmes. Now, do you think the humans in this world know that there's a secret mouse society? <laughs> I don't know. They never really interacted with any humans. No, there there really wasn't. There was other animals like dogs and cats, which here's my thing. There's a movie that I remember uh, growing up that I watched a lot. It's called Stuart Little. Yes. And Stuart Little is a mouse. Yeah. And uh, he is treated like a human. Right. Right. He, you know, they dress him up in cute little outfits. They uh, give him a boat and a car and he does regular human boy things like get lost in the sewers. And, um, but they have the family cat Snowball, which can, uh, who can talk to Stuart and, you know, help Stuart out. They understand each other. And he's Nathan Lane. Yeah. Nathan Lane, you know, fabulous, fabulous man. I love Nathan Lane so much. But anyway, um, but the family doesn't understand Snowball at all. No. 
uh, or the other cats that they see in the movie. But in the sequel, Stuart Little 2, they're able to understand the bird, Margolo? Yeah, that. So what is the hierarchy of the Stuart Little movies? (laughs) Are we really doing this? Can the mice... Can, the mice can talk to humans. Right. Like, Jennifer Coolidge... No. Yeah, no, it, it, it's Jennifer Coolidge. It's Bonnie from Family Guy. Plays, like, the fake bimbo mouse that tries to get Stuart. Yes! And, uh... Yeah, they, uh... They can talk. But, like, the bird can also talk. But cats can't. Cats can't. Cats cannot. Cats cannot talk. And also, just for a second, the store little lure in that movie. By the way, in the book, he's not an orphan. Mrs. Little gave birth to Stuart. They never say he's a mouse. He's just a boy with mice-like features. What the fuck? Yeah, they made they adopted him in the in the movie. Yes. But well, uh, ima- imagine if they had gone through with that for the actual movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but do you remember do you remember what happened to Stuart's actual parents? No. They went grocery shopping for him and a can of soup crushed them. Yes! Yes! <laughs> they got killed by a can of soup. Soup for my family. <laughs> but anyway um they follow a lead to uh they have this bat character named uh what's the bat's name resident researcher hold on fidget you fidget he's sexy okay so they follow a bat named fidget to a toy factory where he gets a list He's supposed to get tools, um, gears, the girl, and uniforms. Oh. Um, what? We say it doesn't have a uh, really star-studded cast, uh-huh. but the voice of Olivia's father yeah. was the star of Mr. Ed. I don't know, Dave. Wait, that's David and <laughs> But yeah, uh, he played Wilbur. Yeah. On Mr. Ed. I don't know, Wilbur. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man should we just do we should do an episode where we just watch crappy old Christian cartoons oh, like Davy and Goliath moral oral? Mo- no not moral oral moral oral is I, I did like moral we have to do it's a parody we have to bring we have to bring back our channel retrospectives and have- you old adult swim Old Adult Swim. We have to do a History of Adult Swim episode. Uh, I would love to do that. That would give us an excuse to watch, like... C-Lab 2020. One. C-Lab 2020 was my show. 2021. Oh, yeah. I remember it. Would we have to watch the Squidbillies? It's part of history. Yeah. Like, I get it. I don't like the Squidbillies much either, but... Right. Yeah. It's part of history. Watch a couple episodes of Aquatine. Aquatine, yes. Loved Aquatine. The thing is that what we could do, if we theoretically wanted to, we could watch one episode... Of each. Of each Adult Swim show ever. Yeah. Because most of them are 11 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's stuff that I haven't seen, like uh, that SUV show, uh-huh. where it's just a huge ant. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I think I've watched like all acronym. Of it. It's a huge acronym. Yeah. Children's Hospital. 
I haven't seen a lot of the live action Adult Swim shows. Eric Andre show. I've been win- I've been wanting to watch that for a bit. I've heard it's very good. I've heard Eric um, Andre show is pretty good. Uh, China, Illinois. Oh, I, I've seen some episodes of China, Illinois, and uh, Super Jail. Super hey. Jail. <laughs> Jesus, Super Jail. Yeah, I was almost gonna say Ugly Americans, but that's a uh, Comedy Central. Which that would be another, like just classic. Old Comedy Central. Old Comedy Central, Dr. Katz, classic South Park. Oh, home movies. Home movies, yeah. We'd get to do home movies with the classic Adult Swim episode. Yes. And the Oblongs. Oh, God, the do you, Oblongs. Do you remember the Oblongs? Didn't that run for, like, just a few episodes? No, I think that one got a season. I think you're thinking of Mission Hill. Yeah. Uh, Baby Blues was on there. Um, Perfect Hair Forever. I don't remember that one. Uh, it was like an anime parody. It was great. Oh, okay. All right, but uh, I swear, guys, we'll do an Adult Swim retrospective someday. But right now, we're talking about the Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> You're lucky it's your birthday, Walter. <laughs> But anyway, um, so how do you, what do you guys feel about Radigan's plot to overthrow the queen? Uh, when you think more about it, it's very messy. A little bit, yeah. Like, does he expect that, uh, that robot to work forever? Yes. I feel like just enough, like they could just say, oh, the queen died, you know. Okay. Or whatever. It's not like he needed the queen after that one party, you know? Yeah. But, uh... Also... Those robots that, um... Olivia's father makes? Yeah. My god. Like, get that man a job at Tesla. <clears throat> he might be a mouse, but... Yeah. Like, that that birthday... The birthday doll... For some reason, the birthday doll is more impressive than, like, the queen robot. Because, like, you just turn the gear and that thing moves effortlessly. Yeah. And it's probably just made, like, out of wood and, like, chewed up gum. But, like, he made that work. That's insane. I know this is an animated movie. And I know I'm talking about a mouse person. <laughs> but... <laughs> honestly... this was the 1880s. Yeah, 1880s. You know? And, uh... Yeah, so, and then I also like how it had kind of like a voice changer function, where whatever you said into that microphone yeah. would turn into the queen. Yeah, uh, Mr. Faversham was a, uh, he was a genius. Right. Uh, Bobby, I want you to look up something for me. Okay. Uh, were there mass-produced records in the 1880s? Mass-produced like, that record that Radigan had, did that exist? I, if they did, I would imagine it's on a smaller scale. Probably. Because, like, I mean, that did look like a Mass-produced music didn't really become a thing till like, right. the 20s or 30s. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But that did look just like a 7-inch yeah. vinyl. But, uh... Because, like, in the 20s and 30s, you got the big band stuff, you got the blues. Right, yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, he did a lot of stuff you wouldn't think that, you know, a rat could do. Yeah. 
But, uh, yeah, uh, one thing is that Professor Radigan doesn't really like being called a rat. No, he, he doesn't for some reason. He'd prefer to be a mouse, even though, like I said, rats are just really big mice that can beat the fuck out of you. Yeah. If you're a mouse. And he especially doesn't like to be called a sewer rat. Yeah. Uh, Bobby, did you prepare any talking points for this episode? I did not. However, going back to the uh, record thing. Uh-huh. So the, the actual recording method mm-hmm. to create a vinyl disc didn't even come out until 87, 1887. Oh, I thought you were going to say 1987. I'm like, you might want to check your facts there, Bob. <laughs> but yeah, like the gramophone and um, the method for making a vinyl record did not come out until 1887. Yeah. Uh, so I highly doubt mass production would have even been a thing. Like we, like I'm pretty sure wax cylinders were still a thing at this point. Right. I feel like that's just a give up. Uh, we just got to give that movie, you know, the diabolical rat creature. You know, just was able to make that vinyl record. We just got to give it to that movie. Yeah. You know, he was the true inventor of uh, the vinyl. Suspension of disbelief. So a fun fact about uh, this movie Uh is that it was the directorial debut of the legendary John Musker and Ron Clements, who would go on to, as a duo, direct both Little Mermaid and Aladdin. Oh, okay. That's where I heard their names before. Uh, wow, that's actually really great. That's uh, did they do um, Oliver and Company? No, no. Okay, all right. That's fair. Uh, and like you pointed out, Walter, there's a Dumbo Easter egg in here. Yes, there is. Uh, in the toy shop mm-hmm. when they go into the toy shop to follow the lead. There's Dumbo. As a little wind-up toy. Yeah. In London. Uh, when is Peter Pan set? Ooh. For some reason, I'm thinking 1700s on that one. No. No. I feel like it's more modern than that. More modern? Like, dare I say, 50s? Um. No, it, warmer, but uh, but uh, still a little too cold. Nineteen twenties. Nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred. Yep, that's the year. London, England, circa nineteen hundred. Oh man. So uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Peter Pan was probably still around abducting children at this time. Abducting children. Jesus. That's some good-ass peanut butter, though. Oh. A little crunchy, but extra creamy. I mean, you guys liked the empanadas last week. Speaking of which, Baking oh. Corner. There's no theme music. But uh, this week, I made a lattice apple pie, specifically requested by Walter. And it was fantastic. Red jumpsuit apple lattice. I hate you. Bobby. Do you feel like a man when I push her around? Do you feel like a man when you push her around? Do you feel better now as she falls to the ground? Oh, 
He's safe, he's safe. Oh, I fucking hate you. It's okay, Walter, I got this. <clears throat> it's too late. Is it? Yeah. I'm gonna baptize this motherfucker right now. <laughs> Alright. Again, Sasquatch 2021. So, why don't we call it a little early, boys, but uh, would you guys include the Great Mouse Detective? into our... Oh, wait. We forgot the uh, climactic scene. The really cool fight inside of Big Ben. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, one of the first instances of CG animation. Probably the first one in a Disney movie. I would imagine, yeah. It was a really well-done scene. The the climax ends with uh, Radigan falling to his death as per Disney movies. Hmm. Hold on. Maybe the first. Uh, Is this the first fall death? No. No, 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 no. The, the evil queen from Snow White falls to her death. Yeah. And then gets fucking hit by a boulder. And doesn't... Doesn't uh, Maleficent fall to her death in Maleficent? Maleficent? I think she gets stabbed. Okay. As as a dragon, she gets stabbed. Uh, Jesus, yeah. Disney films are brutal. Well, fairy tales are kind of brutal. Yeah. You heard the original Cinderella, right? Yeah. Where yeah. the ugly stepsister had to like cut her toes yeah. to try and fit into the thingy. Have you ever like actually read the uh, the Grimm's fairy tales? Yes. Like the actual Grimm's fairy tales? They're fucked up. Is Cinderella a Grimm one? I believe so. Um, I know I know Snow White is. I forget I forget the messed up way Snow White originally was. Uh, I forget the original Snow White as well. I think she just stays dead. Or I think maybe he had to fuck the corpse. <laughs> While the dwarves watched. Oh god, they're cucks. <laughs> Snow White and the Seven Cucks. Well, I guess you would be dopey, wouldn't you? Fuck you. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, Snow White, or not Snow White, Cinderella actually, uh, it was adapted into a Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Uh-huh. However, uh... Um, the, the early, the, uh, early iteration of it, or, like, the earliest iteration of it, um, came out around, uh, 7 BC and, uh, 23 AD. Wow. Um, that's the story of Rodopus. That's a long-ass time ago. <laughs> uh, recounted by the Greek geographer Strabo. And then um, another iteration of it is the uh, a story of Yishan, which came about in uh, China, AD, AD uh, 860. So, so as it's with, just as, kind of all over the place. As with most things, uh, it can be traced back to either ancient Greece or ancient China. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right. Or ancient so, Italy or ancient France. It's all over the place. So, maybe. Bobby, Walter. Yes. Would we include the Grace Ma- Great Mouse Detection? Detection. <laughs> the Grace Mouse Detection. I am the host. 
and executive producer of this podcast. And you can't I can pronounce the title of the podcast or the, or movie. the movies <laughs> or anything. Bobby, Walter, do we fuck? <laughs> Bobby, Walter, we lend this bitch into the club or something? Yes, the Great Mouse Detective is in our movie film book club for films. Yes, that's what it's called. It, it was a childhood favorite of mine, and it still holds up, and it's good, and I love it. Bobby. Five out of five. It was a great five-minute power nap. Ten out of ten. Some of the mice in this movie are kind of hot. All right. Ten out of ten. So, boys, wrapping up here, um, you guys watch, read, um, do anything interesting since we last met? Uh, I've started my rewatch of Dexter. Okay. Um, it's, it's the early season, like, I'm only a few episodes into the first season. It's still just as good as the first watch. I'm just, you know, dreading those latter two seasons because mm. they are uh, not good. Okay. All right. Bobby? I watched what I consider, like, probably the worst thing I'm going to see all year. Oh, yeah? Which is uh, Machine Gun Kelly's Downfall, uh, Downfall's High. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, we're gonna do it for the show. Are we? Are we gonna do it? I, I think we are. I think you we technically. Are. If we you, go with our, if I, if we go with our idea that we were talking about earlier. Tonight, okay, Bobby. What? Look me in the eye. You have suggested Fangirl for two years on the show now. Okay, so here's the thing about Fangirl, oh though. Fangirl compared to this mm-hmm. that I watched a couple hours ago uh-huh. was actually bearable to watch compared to this. So like, but now you want to watch something worse than Fangirl. But I, you want. I, I want to expose you to it first off because you are a uh, a simp for musicals, and this was essentially what a pop punk musical. Except um, the the only one performing was MGK, and that Ooh, was about it. I sound it. It sounds like I need a shower. Um. Yeah, you probably do. You probably do. I. And why do you keep calling him MGK? Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. MGK. Okay, but call him Machine Gun Kelly. Don't MGK call him MGK. MGK is his name abbreviated. That's his father's name. I'm pretty sure his father's name was uh, something different. It's probably. Uh, on my hand, I... What? You okay? I, I have a pimple. Oh. I know, I don't break up, but then I stop doing caffeine. I have a pimple, like, in my tattoo area, not at, in any oh, of the... Not in any of the lines, but, like, in the ghost. Oh, jeez. It was, like, right there, but he, he's fine. It's fine. But, um, I, on one hand, uh, this week popped kind of a cherry of sorts. What kind of cherry? Uh, a Ghibli cherry. Oh, no. About damn time. Yeah. I watched. Long enough, you fucking virgin. I watched. <laughs> I watched Ponyo with one of my Discord servers. That's the only. Uh, that's the only Ghibli movie I've seen, and I enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, it's very good. How the hell are you gonna tell me you've only seen Ponyo when I got a copy of Castle in the Sky from your mom? Because you weeb, you have. 
tough time talking to women in fabric stores. We don't talk about that. Continue. Oh, God. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, but Ponyo was really fun. Um, probably going to watch Princess Mononoke this weekend. But uh, I really liked it. You know, I'll check out more Ghibli movies. Maybe we'll do more Studio Ghibli movies. Um, You're, like, going all over the place with your pronunciation. What do you mean? Studio Ghibli movies. Studio Ghibli? Is that not what it is? It's Ghibli, but, uh... Ghibli? Ghibli? Ghibli bits? Ghibby? Studio Ghibli! God damn it. Okay. Ghibli! Studio Ghibli movies where every male character is replaced with Gibby. Studio Giblet movies. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so we should probably do some Ghibli movies for the cast. Yeah. But, uh, I think there's one more Disney, rena- uh, not Disney Renaissance, but Disney movie I haven't seen that we should watch for the show. We just haven't decided what it is yet. Or maybe we have. Who will know? I know next week. Perhaps. All right. Maybe. Good night, everybody. Good night. So it's probably going to be Hunchback, right? Yeah. yeah. I would, uh... I... Yeah, same. Wait, why is that button still bleeping? Oh, fuck!